This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 14th of January. In your Squeeze today, Donald Trump's second impeachment, calls for a hotel quarantine overhaul, a huge trial in Italy, and Mills and Boone snag a royal. This is your Squeeze today. Starting in the US again this morning, Claire, and that's because the House of Representatives will soon vote to impeach President Donald Trump. The charge is inciting insurrection, and that's in reference to the speech to his supporters last week before that mob stormed the Capitol. Here we go for a second time. He will become the first president to be impeached twice if that vote goes through successfully, and that certainly is on the cards this morning. These are really historic events, and of course that's why it's getting so much attention, not just in the US but around the world. Always important to remember that impeachment doesn't mean the removal of a president from office. It's a step in the process. And of course, given Trump, Claire is only days away from handing the reins to Joe Biden, plenty will be wondering why bother? It's a good question with that limited time frame on the rest of his term. Three things to note. One is if he is impeached in the House and then found guilty in the Senate, it would mean that he's prohibited from receiving benefits given to ex-presidents. And it also means that he would be unable to run for political office in the future. And that's something that he said that he might want to do. For senior Republicans who support sanctions against the president, and there's been quite considerable shift on that in the last 24 hours or so, reports say that they believe that it might actually make it easier to purge Trump from the Republican Party. Of course, it's a good reminder about how much Trump really has shaken up politics in the US, and that includes in his own party. And they're now turning their mind to what happens next after he leaves office. And also then there's Trump's point of view. Speaking yesterday, he said, just be careful what you wish for. The point about that is that these efforts to go after him in the Congress could actually further galvanise his supporters, not just for his final week in office where there's more violence expected, but also into the future. Yeah, so there's a lot at play here. You touched on the next step in the process, which is if he is impeached by the House, then that heads to the Senate. Lots of chat about how they might vote. In order to find Trump guilty, a two-third majority is required, and getting that support could be tough given the 50-50 Democrat-Republican split in the Senate. But there seems to be a bit of movement there. For example, reports are Republican Senate leader Mitch McConnell would vote to convict Trump. As they say, watch this space. Queensland health officials yesterday, Claire, took 129 guests in hotel quarantine in Brisbane's Grand Chancellor Hotel and moved them to another and restarted their 14 days in quarantine. This is all due to the fact that six people connected to that hotel have contracted that highly contagious UK strain of the virus and there's no known cause, so there's concerns about the hotel itself. Now, Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk looks set to seek an overhaul of hotel quarantine arrangements. Whether it's appropriate to house international arrivals for their quarantine period in the CBDs of our capitals has been something that's been discussed ever since this coronavirus crisis kicked off. 
but it really has gathered ahead of steam with some of these new strains coming, particularly the highly contagious ones. And what epidemiologists have said is that this is the natural cycle of a virus, that it will change and there are issues that need to be addressed. So Palaszczuk, it seems, is spearheading that move to have that discussion. Uh, Also reports this morning in The Australian that she may even move to put return travellers into remote workers' camps outside of Brisbane. And that's something that might happen across the country. There looks like there might be a discussion about this at National Cabinet at a meeting to be convened. Yeah, in better news, Sydney's Northern Beaches is now no longer considered a hotspot according to the national definition. A big effort from everyone there to get to that point. Over to Ireland now and a report has revealed that between the early 1920s and the mid-1960s, Claire, over 9,000 children died across a number of mostly Catholic-run institutions for unwed mothers. Now the government is set to make an official apology. Yeah, that was about 15% of all children who were connected to those institutions. There's about 18 of them that have just gone through a big inquiry, much like the Royal Commission we had here in Australia into child abuse abuse in institutions. Ireland's Prime Minister, Michal Martin, is set to make that official apology, as you say, which is a really big thing in Ireland's history. He's also urged the Catholic Church to take part in the redress scheme. Some listening might be familiar with all of this after watching the 2013 film Philomena starring Judi Dench. I haven't seen it, but it's now on my list. Such a great film. Yeah, based on a true story of an Irish woman, Philomena Lee's search to find her son, who she was forced to give up for adoption after having him out of wedlock. From Ireland to Italy, where Italy's biggest organised crime trial for decades kicked off overnight, 355 defendants, Claire. And if you can imagine what that looks like in a normal courtroom of just, you know, a defendant at a table and a judge and then the prosecution, just imagine what that looks like. They've had to rent a call centre and repurpose it. And so we're talking about not just criminals, we're talking about former politicians, civil servants, police officers, members of the public who are apparently connected to this Nadrangheta mafia group from the country's south. They've got quite a reputation and the charge sheet is very long. Things from murder, drug dealing, uh, extortion, money laundering, abuse of office. It's a really big trial, this one. 900 witnesses, 400 lawyers. It's going to take two years. It's a big one. It's really seemed like more and more people are having a rethink about where they might want to live. Many heading to our regions for a sea change or a tree change, wherever it may be. Now the data backs it up. That's what's happening. It is actually happening, it seems. And Mm. how we know that is that there have been significant price hikes in a lot of those regional and coastal areas for homes. Leading the pack is the Grampians in Victoria. Of course, that could be connected, analysts say, to the Melbourne lockdown and people really having it front of mind mind that they want to get out of the city. Also following, of course, probably not much of a surprise is Noosa on Queensland's Sunshine Coast, which of course is just such a great spot. Prices there jumped almost 15% this year. So if you have a property to sell in those areas, you're doing pretty well. If you're looking to buy, you're going to be paying a bit more. If you're looking to rent, price hikes have been there too. And that's really tough for people who have been living in those areas for a long time. Yeah, lots of chat about what people moving out of the cities and into regional areas is doing for the rental market. 
markets and making it a bit more difficult for locals to rent at the price they would have usually. And how about this, Claire? Fergie of royal fame has announced a book deal with romantic fiction (laughs) publisher Mills and Boone. Look, if you wanted any indication that 2021 could be quite a weird one, yep, Fergie has a book deal. She's going to become a Mills and Boone writer. She has romantic fiction, she says, in her heart. She has lots of stories based on her time as being a senior royal uh, and also... um, various, uh, let's say, extracurriculum activities that might have been undertaken. So, yeah, fingers and toes crossed that uh, she does well in her new career. Had to get the toes in there, didn't you? It's called Her Heart for a Compass and tells a fictional account of the life and love story of the Duchess's great, great aunt. And finally, Claire, it's Thursday, so it's Squiz Shortcuts Day. And this week we've had a look at Trump's social media ban, so exactly why it's happened, the position of various platforms, and a bit of context to help you understand the ongoing debate about free speech. It's being so much said about free speech, those mm. for and those against what those social media platforms have done, particularly with Twitter banning the president. So we've had a look at it. Yeah, a link to that is in your episode notes or search for Squiz Shortcuts in your podcast app. That's all from us. Have a great Thursday and we'll be back tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN. VPN.com forward slash squiz today.